You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What's going on, FA Nation? John Impemba here with James Grande. Welcome into the Better Baseball MLB DFS Playbook Podcast here. First look at Monday's eight-game main slate. Come out of the weekend here, James. How you doing? Doing well. Uh, solid weekend for me. I told you, you know, I played a little golf this weekend, and I was going to break 90 here, John. First time, uh, I think first time ever. And uh, not to be a tough final two holes on the day for me. Shot 14, 14 strokes, yeah. the final two holes will uh, will deter you from, you know, your best round ever. But uh, we move on. We, for, we, we forget maybe next year because, you know, two times a year is about all I golf, so. On to next year for chance to break 90. Yeah, uh, I think sometimes they say when you try your hardest not to make mistakes is when you make the biggest ones. So, you know, yeah. you were, uh, you know, you were just trying to, you know, get to where you were at instead of just playing the golf that got you where you were. And, uh, you know, it it blew up on you. So, you know, little, little words of wisdom there, you know, for those who are uh, – out there looking to achieve some things here. Just keep on doing what you're doing. It's working. Don't change it up. So uh, we got eight games to talk about here before we do a quick shout out to our friends over at real time fantasy sports, rtsports.com slash alarm promo code alarm 23 new users get a 100% deposit match up to $200 here. I uh, take advantage of the RT sports DFS Pick'em game, which myself and James trying to give out our plays of the day each day at five o'clock Eastern time during our live stream. And now you can catch in the morning, Howard Bender and myself giving out our favorite fantasy football ADP plays for both the best ball fantasy football championship and seasonal fantasy football contest that RP sports has going on right now. So you can check out those YouTube videos in the morning for your uh, fantasy football needs. You can tune into the MV Davis playbook live show at five o'clock Eastern for your DFS picks of the day here. So again, go take advantage of everything we got going on. Uh, over at Real Time Fantasy Sports. Turn the page over to this eight-game main slate, James. Uh, talk to me, man, uh, about some of these matchups, any notable Vegas things we're looking at. Uh, most importantly, I don't see cores, so seems like we're in the clear. We are in the clear. We don't like to have fun, um, all that good stuff. Nothing really notable in Vegas. Um, actually couple interesting lines uh st louis pittsburgh looks to be 10 and a half implied runs here john um it looks like st louis is starting drew rom here making his uh season debut he has a 534 era um at triple a this year uh so 10 and a half implied runs in st louis pittsburgh uh bailey falter taking the mound for pittsburgh Ten implied runs in Mets Braves. Uh, those two are the highest implied totals. Everything else, you know, per usual eight, eight and a half, nine. So uh, St. Louis, Pittsburgh, and uh, New York Mets and Atlanta Braves look to be the best game environments on the board. All right, let's talk about pitching here. Uh, top guys on the slate: two over ten K. Uh, Blake Snell against Miami. Luis Castillo against the White Sox. We have Jordan Montgomery at ninety-eight. And Luke Chialito is still up over 9K. Uh, those are your top four priced pitchers. There's really one that I would consider safe-ish. How are you feeling about the top four, though? Um, so 
Snell is interesting because he continues to just pitch really well. Um, he does have a tough matchup against Miami. They are good against left-handed pitching. Um, but I would be okay getting there. I do like Luis Castillo here quite a bit. Um, had it getting, you know, the White Sox getting them out of course. I mean, they weren't great in course to begin with outside of one night, but, um, you know, we've said it with Castillo a bunch this year. It's, he's very boomer bust and the ceiling is really high, 30 fantasy points and the floor ruins your night. Right. So I'd be okay getting to Castillo. Montgomery's been really good of late. And I don't know if that's who you were implying is like the safest or if it was Snell. Um, no, it was but... not Snell. Was Montgomery? Uh, I was actually looking at Castillo here oh, okay. as safe-ish. Um, I don't mind attacking the White Sox. We yep. just know where the trouble lies with Castillo. It's it's you know the home run ball. Don't love that he ran into the – I mean, Kansas City's the hottest team in baseball right now, it seems like. But um, <laughs> I think the White Sox are an intriguing matchup for Castillo at 10-3. Montgomery is obviously pitching well, but he is a lefty. We know there's some guys in the Arizona lineup that do hit lefties fairly well. I didn't like Snap. Miami's best hitting team, one of the best hitting teams against left-handed pitching in baseball. Yeah, they are. As you yeah, they are. So that one terrifies me. Um, you know, they don't strike out a lot, and that's kind of what he, you know, prides himself off of. They work counts. So I worry about Snell at 10-6. I'm in a Cotillo at 10-3. And like I don't know, I don't. I'm definitely not playing Giolito at ninety three hundred dollars. Where's like, what's your next? Who would you get? Would you go back to winnings here? Like he pitched against the Mets and shut him out and broke the slate. You know, it's kind of where I'm looking, man. Yeah, I'm a little more bullish on Montgomery upon first look. Just looking at Arizona against left-handed pitching since the break. Um, 688 team OPS. That's 18th in the league. Um, their, their isolated power 139 as a team that's tied for 22nd in the league and Woba, they're also 16th. So they're less, they're bottom of the pack in pretty much every category against lefties since the break. Um, and we know Montgomery has obviously pitched extremely well, at least his last few starts, you know, coming off probably his best start in some time, 30 fantasy points against the angels. So. Uh, I largely agree on the rest of everything, though. I like the Paxton price, but do we really want to face Houston? Um, Houston has a I don't massive... No, I mean, 869 OPS, 372 Woba, 221 well, we ISO. We talked about it. Kyle Tucker has a 500... Like batting average over the last like thirty days against left-handed pitchers is <laughs> ridiculous, right? And he's a lefty, so yeah, you know what are you supposed to do when their best hitters are left from the left side smashing right. lefties? It just makes yeah. it difficult to want to trust that. I mean, you know, Cueto hasn't been great. Mm, you know, uh, San Diego against right-handed pitching hasn't been great. Uh, you know, Tuki not pitching. All that well, good back-to-back nine strikeout games. But J-Rod, outside of today when I needed him the most, uh, twice, <laughs> let me down. Yeah. So like, uh, like yeah. it feels like win-ins, win-ins however yeah. we're pronouncing it here, right? Like Blackburn versus KC. I know you've talked about Blackburn pitching well, but, I mean, KC is one of the hottest-hitting teams in baseball right now. So, like, 
Yeah. Feels difficult to trust that. Javier versus Boston feels like a struggle. Bailey Falter, David Peterson against Atlanta. We're not like we're not pitching any of these guys. So I don't feel confident in much pitching on this slate. For the top guys, I will agree. Castillo, Montgomery, probably the two. And then I think I'm just locking in Alan Winnings, Winnings, however we're going about it, um, and and just moving on. Yeah, it's been – it is a – it's bleak. Um, I'm just trying to figure out – I'm looking at some numbers. Even, like, you look at Alec Marsh, right, who came in that Seattle game. He was the bulk man and is expected to start here against Oakland. Since the All-Star break, Oakland is 11th in, in ISO against right-handed pitching. So even, like, they have some upside. And we know that's mainly because Geloff. Uh, but I'd probably maybe take a shot on Marsh at 58. But that's basically it. You're, the, the people that you had in your player pool plus Marsh possibly at 5,800. But it's not, like, a confident that's a, I mean, that's, I don't, we really run into a, a spot where like some of the pitches we have liked have been in tough matchups or we've hit spots where the slate's been abysmal when it comes to the starting pitching here. So uh, we'll see right. what, what kind of values on the slate. Cause it could just be a double spend where you play Castillo yeah. Montgomery, sadly, both on the road, you know, <laughs> where like it would have been nice to have yep. uh, one of them at home here, but like, you know, Graham Ashcraft, Pax, and Cueto. Like none of those guys are in great spots. So, uh, or you'd want to pitch them anyways. So it's kind of where I'm. Right. I'm living. I. I mean, I've obviously said not to pitch Giolito. Are you pitching Giolito here against Cincinnati? I mean, Cincinnati's been really slumping, and they have a 28% strikeout rate against right-handers since the break. So, if you feel like this is an upside spot. Like, are you happy with Giolito at, with the San Francisco start? If you roster him. Yeah. You're fine. If he gets, right? a, win, if he gets a win, he gets a quality start, seven strikeouts, you're probably happy, right? Yeah. It's, I think that and, like, maybe, like, the Minnesota outing, like, in terms of fantasy upside, feels reasonable here. Uh, at home, Cincinnati's 22nd in OPS. They have a 28% strikeout rate. I'm okay with getting okay. Giolito here. Okay. Uh, I, again, on a small slate like this, you're, you're probably right. He's probably worth uh, a better look than I've given uh, him credit for. He's just, he hasn't been great, but like you said, if he throws no. out a, a six three and seven start with a win, he's twenty fantasy points. So even yeah. six three and seven without that win was still seventeen. Right. So probably right. probably good right. enough on this slate. Um, all right, moving on over then to hitters here. Uh, you know, looking at top options to spend up for. Uh, we don't like a lot of the pitching, so we got to like some of the hitting here. Where are you going? Yeah, I mean, right off the rip, Corey Seager, 6,600 in the infield uh, against Caccioni. He's Seager continues to be amazing. Uh, same with Altuve. Altuve is maybe the hottest hitter in baseball right now, 487 average over his last 10 games. Um, just got his 2,000th hit. Yep. Starting to steal a little, steal a little bit again. You can obviously go to the Braves mostly looking towards like Austin Riley here, 6,100. He gets the lefty matchup in Peterson and only his teammate has hit more home runs than him since the break. Yeah. Um, 
So those would be my top three sure. options. I'd throw Bobby uh, Witt in that mix. Throw, yeah, I mean, it's hard four, not Four, nine, you're, 11, you're... 95, three stolen bases, four homers in the last 10 for him. Um, Casey, in general, just, again, one of the hotter teams offensively. Uh, Goldschmidt did homer Sunday, had a cut and three knocks there. He's starting to starting to heat yep. back up here, gets a lefty and Bailey Falter, which I know this year the struggles for Goldschmidt against lefties are just kind of like they don't really make sense Weird. for a guy that's hammered Weird. lefties all yeah. year long. So, like, you have Falter on the mound for Pittsburgh, and you're going to have an Arenado, a Cont- Wilson Contreras, a Tommy Edmond, a Tyler O'Neill. On a slate like this, mm-hmm. St. Louis might be a, a favorite stack, right, against Bailey yep. Falter here. Yeah, ten. I mean, that game has a ten and a half implied right. total too. It's so the, I think it's going to be a pretty popular play. Third base is really hard to pinpoint because Riley sixty one Devers is hot, like hot, like pistol hot. Like I know he destroys the Yankees. It's just like what he does. But yeah. three straight three hit games, and then prior to that, he homered in the Washington game. Like. Rafi Devers now with home runs in three of four, back up to 85 ribbies. Mm-hmm. And then you have Arenado. You have Bregman at 5,500, another guy who's been, like, super good of late, 16-plus fantasy points in three of his last four games. Yeah. So like, there is a lot of elite, elite talent at third base on the slate. Yeah, I, I agree with you. De- I mean, listen, you, Devers was in Yankee Stadium this weekend, so we were – you know, yeah, continues just to own own them. He has like a ridiculous uh, batting average, no PS there uh, in Yankee Stadium. But you're not wrong. I mean, I think the Red Sox could be an interesting spot against Javier, who's you know struggled, um, mm-hmm. you know, a, a lot. So for for some, there's some good value, I think, um, at this position as well. Anybody in particular that you're looking to target? I mean, it's not value, but I'm moving down the list. Uh, you mentioned Edmund already, 4,300. Yeah. Cabrian Hayes, also 4,300 in that same game yeah. with the with the Cardinals starting Rom, who had a 5-4 ERA at AAA this year. Jeremy Pena, um, we know his offensive output like basically only comes against lefties at this point. Yeah. So if you wanted to get to him um, against James Paxton, I think that's fine. I, you know who we never play? I know Orlando Arcia has been really bad until Sunday, John, but he's crushed lefties this year. So if Arcia is in the lineup, again, coming off his home run, Wilson Contreras, you mentioned, I think it's a Jake Berger night or could what? Could be. Power, right, against a lefty. Could, could, mm-hmm. could definitely be a, a Berger night here. So um, I don't mind that. Um, you know, trying to think here. Uh did you mention Novelli Marte? No, I have not. I have not gotten down. That I was gonna part. say going down to value here. Uh, guy was one of the top prospects in all of baseball, yep. and Cincinnati just continues to show how loaded their their system is here. Um, if you're not in on oh, when you suck every year, when you suck every yeah. year, you know. <laughs> if you're not in on Giolito, like you know, these guys can do damage at times. So you have him, you have Win at twenty five hundred dollars. So a lot of value at short, which is unfortunate because we like the top price guys as well. But um, definitely a lot of value here. Andrews on fire, Reyes on fire. So there's so many uh, second short there with Reyes and Andrews. Well, saying to Garrett Cole talk about how tough and that about Pablo Reyes was the other day. Was, was it upsetting to you? 
It was so upsetting to me, yes. Uh, he should be more upset himself for giving up that opposite field home run to Connor Wong. And the Grand Slam. Yeah, the Luis Arias. Luis Arias. Which he talked. Homering on cons- <laughs> Grand Slams on consecutive know, pitches. The only time that's ever happened. So. Um, he and Cole talked about it. He's like, uh, nine out of ten times, I get that baseball bat. <laughs> He's literally like, people don't hit that pitch. Yeah. And it was it was cool to listen to. Sad to obviously see, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, if your eyes is in the lineup, you know, Red Sox are going to be are a pretty good play on this. I plate. still can't believe Pablo Reyes is doing what he did. At, yeah, he at one been. point this year, Alex Cora said, literally in an interview, Pablo is not an everyday player for us. Really? Yes. This is verbatim. Verbatim. Oh, Earlier this year, they were talking about like the infield and like playing Christian Arroyo and Kike Hernandez and whatever. And someone mentioned Pablo Reyes during like the interview, and he's like, "Pablo is not an everyday player for us." Boy, oh. And now, basically, this was—it almost feels like Billy Bean in, in Moneyball, where he's like, "Play, play Hattie," and he's like, "I'm not playing yeah. Hattie. I'm playing Pena." He's like, "Well, you can't play Pena because I traded him." He did that with Kike <laughs> Hernandez. He traded him. He DFA'd Arroyo. Right? He just got rid of all of the guys that Alex Cora wanted to play. Yu Chang is back in AAA, right? Like he just right. got rid of everybody, and he's like, "Now you have to play Reyes, right?" Like, and Reyes is out here winning, winning games. So hitting three, hitting three thirty-one. Yeah. Oh yeah so just, just craziness. Um, so that's the infield here. Anybody else want to discuss? No. Uh, moving over to the fun position, outfield. Uh, both of our uh, Angels here, our Astros rather, uh, up over. 6K, we have Jordan and Tucker. We'll see if Tucker finds his way back into a lineup. He's been dealing with an illness. Uh, but both of those guys are over 6K against Pax and both hit lefties really well. You have Otani, you have Acuna versus lefty. Uh, Jay Rod's been one of the hottest hitters in all of baseball. So hard to go wrong with the majority of this top tier. Uh, Tucker did pinch it on Sunday. Love it. So it looks here. like he should be back in the lineup on Monday. Um, it is weird to see in a 10-game span someone have 52 at-bats, but that's where we are with Julio Rodriguez. <laughs> he has 52 at-bats over his last 10 games um, and, like, broke the MLB record for most hits in a four-game stretch. 17. That was <laughs> 17 hits, yeah. Um, now, obviously, Sunday he started off one-for-one one, double RB run scored and it hurt your feelings for the next four at-bats. Bases loaded, one out, pop out to the catcher. <laughs> Literally could have done almost anything else. Uh, and then he struck out later on, like almost a similar situation, like second and third. Just like couldn't couldn't help me out. Had the nine fantasy score on prize picks. He finished with seven after getting seven in the first A B. So um, Well, he is on a different level regardless. Even yeah, I would go that, right back to the well for sure. Right back to What's the well. That's two key two right? Like Yeah. Um obviously you could play Otani. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Obviously, you could play Acuna. That's also fine. The Tessalair versus uh, Snell? I would, if I'm playing Marlins, I'm I mean, probably Marlins playing Whisper like. at this point. So. It's probably one offs because, dude, like, I know Miami has some, like, good. Dude, Blake Snell's allowed four home runs over his last 10 starts, 14 through 25. Like, it's. Like, what's the most home runs he's allowed in a start this year? Two, right. twice. He's only allowed more than one home run twice. Like, 
He hasn't allowed more than three earned runs, John, since May 19th. Sure. But he's been he has only he stri- it's because he strikes out a lot of guys, but he had a seven walk game where he didn't give up any runs. So no, like, I know, but like, no, of course. But like that goes to show you, like, he doesn't care yeah. about he, he's walking four people every start. Sure. Like, there's I would be okay with playing Solaire, okay. but like I'm probably not gonna stack sure. the Marlins. So it's probably just a one off. Uh you have Friedel against Shielito at 49. Um Yoshida. Kind of expensive, no? Yeah, well, like Giolito, little... man. I, I think they're kind of getting bumped for play. They priced him yeah. up, and they priced the Reds up, too. So, like, go figure. Yeah. Um, I mean, Yoshida really just had the one good game um, yep. the other day. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Ozuna versus Peterson probably pretty good. McCormick at the same price, too, yeah. on the flip side, if you're attacking Paxton. Yep, yep. Uh, Verdugo's 42, been leading off for them, looking pretty good. Um, Teoscar until again today was hit, was hitting everything the last couple of days. Yeah, you know, 4K for him. Fam, yeah, the Mariners years. are Mariners are interesting, right? Like we didn't mention Unijeno, but he homered on. Uh, Ty France has been pretty Power good Alley's lately. A pretty decent power wise. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so Mariners look out. A lot of good, a lot of good yeah, options. There. I'm with you. Uh, under 4K. Uh, Tyler O'Neill's 37. Just keep keep running him. Yep. Lefties, as long as there's a lefty on the mountain, play him. Uh, Cade Martelo, another guy we keep kind of running out there, thirty five hundred, really, really cheap. Melendez leading, actually led off with Michael yep. Garcia out, so something to watch there. With Melendez at thirty four. Uh, you have the Rangers guys here. Leotis is thirty four. Will Benson's thirty three. So some really good value in this this range here. Yeah, really, the only person I'd add because I think. I guess persons that I'd add because I like all those guys as well. Jordan Walker, 32, and Connor Joe, 32. Both guys. Um, Connor Joe slowed down, obviously, but he's hit lefties well all year. He, they were getting perfected against Dallas freaking Keuchel through six innings, dude. Like, what in the world? What world are we living in? The Dallas Keuchel had a perfect game through six innings, <laughs> let alone one, one inning. Um, but Jordan Walker, 32, had a really good game Sunday, starting to come around a little bit. Strikeouts are still pretty high, but uh, he's he's looked a little yep. better of lately too. I mean, guys expected to be a monster, yeah. right? So yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, once he once it clicks, I mean, we saw what happened when, when it clicked for Casas, right? And he's and, sure. you know these guys something all of a sudden like oh I, I figured out you know the speed of a you know major league baseball and here we go like right. it's over. So right, uh, I'm I'm with you there. Um, Anybody? Would you play Canzoni here? I mean, like he was four hits to every like four hits. <laughs> Dude, the Mariners, the Mariners just have like random. Everyone's just like getting in on the action, right. huh? Four hits here, four hits there. Oh, Isabel's been pretty uh, good. I was. I'm just like looking at like if there's anything Oakland that I'd want to play because like I mentioned the Alec Marsh thing. Like Rooker's been okay. A story's been trash. Yeah. Seth Brown is here. He's been trash. I don't it's kind of like building that. more towards why you want to play Marsh. You think? Yeah, I just like I'm like kind of confused. Avoid Geloff, right? Like, Geloff, yeah. dude. It actually is just like you look at these numbers and you're like, Langlaire's isn't doing anything, and Soderstrom isn't doing anything, and it's actually a Ledmus Diaz who weirdly enough is hitting 385 over his last 10 games. He was good so five years ago. 
you want to play a Ledmus Diaz, he's a third base shortstop eligible 3K uh, infielder. He double donged on Saturday. Uh, who do they? Have? He also has three multi hit games in his last. They had a, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Perez, Carlos Perez was playing the other day. You know that his brother plays for the White Sox, also, and his brother's name is also Carlos Perez. I didn't know that there was two Carlos Perez's. I was unsure they that are, they were related. They are. I only knew that because I was listening to an Oakland bro- or a White Sox broadcast. This isn't another Bojan and Bogdan Bogdanovich thing, is it? No, they are legitimately okay. related. Okay. So anyways, that's the outfield. Top and value play. Let's build the line. You want double spend, or do you want to go Castillo? Monty? We're playing Winans, yeah. right? I mean, probably the Monty or Castillo. Castillo. Yeah. I mean, that offense feels like they're running, right? So, yeah. All right, 4K. Um, did we want to spend down at short or up at short? Because that's where the value lives. Let's spend down. Spend down because we we're spending up, we're spending up at third. Okay. Uh, Win or Marte. What do you think? I mean, or I mean, Pablo Reyes is thirty-one. How we don't have to spend all the way down if you don't want to. Yeah, I like Boston here. Boston. I mean, Javier's been bad, dude. So you want to run Devers then? I mean, I didn't say that. There's like, I'm not saying no to Devers. I'm also just saying third base is, like, you could any of those top three guys are are four really are, you know, a plug and play. I kind of like Riley. I like Riley. Yeah. Um, all right, catcher. Let's get a let's get a catcher in here. Um, Wilson Wilson Contreras, four K. Yeah, that works. Uh, Unless you want to do Andy Rodriguez, who's a switch hitter. Uh, he gets the Rom dude. Uh, Logan O'Hop I, is twenty seven hundred. I, I do like O'Hoppy, That's for sure. But I do Hoppy. I like the I like the catcher there. Um, first base. Uh, let's see. Was there a value that we ran on? Not really. I would say, yeah. Goldie. Yeah, if we're spending up Goldie. I mean, value. we don't. We're kind of hamstringing our. Would you play there. Nolan Schnuble or Schnen, How do you pronounce his last name? Yeah, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about against Graham. I'm fine with that. I'm just throwing no, it up there. I, like, I don't hate it. I definitely Those... I don't hate it. Let's see. Can we do an Otani? 32. Yes. Let's go Reyes back second in second, based. actually. And then we could play Marte for Yeah, we'll we'll do win first, and we'll okay. 36 for two outfielders. Tyler O'Neill, 37. Yeah. And then we could do Benson, Melendez. Uh, anyone yeah i was just seeing if there was any sort of like correlation to yeah let's go benson we got benson play in there there's nothing to, oh we want no let's do walker let's do jordan walker. yeah yeah we could do full yeah full four go. pack we, go. we got we got a four st louis we got an otani schnall chanel we'll go we'll run with that one we got a one-off austin riley um Paolo reyes one off there with castillo and Winans as our starting pitching uh, first look at today's eight-game main slate. James and I will be back at 5 o'clock Eastern time. Give you all the updates. Break it down. James in the playbook. We'll be back later. Good luck. We'll talk to you then.